Father, listen to our earnest prayer. Jesus prayed it years ago. Hey, welcome to the Surrender All to Jesus radio show on Joy 1340. My name is Richard Schweigler, and guys, we got a really awesome show for you today. I want to thank everyone for tuning in, and if you guys listened last week, we had uh, T.C. Boyd on, and he's from South Side of Chicago. That was a really awesome show, too. You guys, if you ever missed the shows, you can go on to my website, which is surrenderalltojesus.org, or you can go on Facebook and get the archived links. There's also something called Anchor. Dot com that you can go on to. Just check out my Facebook page and you guys can get that information. Today, even better, man, I got a really awesome uh, woman of God in the studio. Her name is Eva Welch and she is the founder and president of Street Angels Milwaukee. And you guys probably seen her on TV a lot. She's the one that's going out really, you know, getting to the least of these in our city. You know, I don't know if she would ever say that they're the least of these, but I really believe that she considers those people that she's helping friends. And guys, we know that in Matthew 25, 40, which is something I'm going to be talking about today, that's going to be our, our kingdom key is Matthew 25, 40. But we're supposed to look at the least of these as Jesus. So we're supposed to be helping those people and seeing them the way he sees them as him. So we're going to be talking about that. So let's get right into our sponsor and then we can get right into this interview. The sponsor of the show is called Nexus Resolution and they do residential, commercial, any kind of landscaping needs. And they're an awesome, awesome company. There are a couple guys from my church that started the business. The founder of it and president's name is Chuck. Take advantage of what they're doing. There was a discount that they were doing as a 25% and a 10%. I'm not sure if that's still going on. I don't think it is. But I'll tell you what, if you guys would say, hey, I heard this on the Surrender All of Jesus radio show, and I heard you guys giving a discount, I would tend to think he might do it. <laughs> it's a very good possibility. So it's Nexus Resolution. Their number, now guys, if you're driving, don't write this down. Just come back and get it later. But it's 414 881-6299. That's 414-881-6299. And the uh, website is nexusresolution.com. N-E-X-U-S-R-E-S-O-L-U-T-I-O-N.com. So check it out, guys, and uh, just ask for that discount. I'm sure he'll do something for you. So again, it's nexusresolution.com. All right. So Eva, 
How are you doing today? I'm good. Welcome to the show. And uh, you guys just had some exciting news with getting a new building. Yeah. So that, that was pretty exciting. I saw yeah. that on Facebook. And uh, is that something you guys have been trying to get? Yeah, um, we've basically been working out of our homes and a couple storage units wow. since we started. Yeah. And, you know, our growth has been exponential in the last yes. couple of years. So it it's been it's been a necessity. Yep. And the building is amazing and, and Mallory Properties almost donated it to us. The, Amen. The, the rent price is less than what we're paying for storage units. So we're Excellent. very excited to That's have a awesome. home base to actually operate from. And if a lot of you guys don't know Eva Welch, um, she's the person who started the Street Angels in Milwaukee. And uh, we go back pretty far. Was it 2011 when you guys first started? Um, it was actually 2015. 2015. Really? Yeah. Well, but it started with something else first, right? And that would have been... That well, it, no, that was actually, it was 20, 2015, actually, was, was when I really? started. Yeah. Ex yeah. Okay. All it right. It seems longer for me, too. Yeah. <laughs> no, it does. It just seems like a long time. So back when I first started doing ministry would have been back in like 2011, when I first started doing the adopt a neighborhood program, there wasn't too many groups going out doing homeless ministry. There was uh, Bob on the street. There was Max Ramsey. And then we started doing our after dark uh, homeless ministry. And then you guys came on the scene. So it wasn't that many people going out. And there were days and days and days that no one would go out to reach the people. There was not a concentrated effort is, is kind of what I'm trying to say, right? Nowadays, completely different story. Now, you guys go out three times a week, right? We do. Yep. Um, we go out Tuesday, Thursday, and Sunday nights. Yeah. So, and then you also have Pastor Max Ramsey that goes out, and he goes out on the other days, basically, right? He goes right? out Wednesday and Saturday. Yes. Feeding his flock covers a small road on Mondays. Yes. Um, and then you guys are out on the Fridays. On the Fridays, so yep. Almost every day of the week. That's pretty many cool, of them isn't it? Are being checked on. Yeah. Yep. And then there's awesome. also the Milwaukee Initiative, and that's called Housing First, right? Yes. And that's called Housing First. Yes. So there's a really a huge concentrated effort to help the homeless people, and it's not just bringing food and water and, and clothes and things for them. There's a concentrated effort to build relationships with them, and then get them off the street, and to really look at the root causes of what's going wrong, of how they got there and then really help them to get independent really and um, yeah so why don't you tell me a little bit about that process like when you first started to where you're at today because you guys evolved you've grown um, and you probably learned a lot of really good things right um, we're still learning yeah really exactly good <laughs> but I can only imagine how many people you've actually helped there's one thing that I wanted to tell you man I'm amazed <laughs> completely amazed at some of the things that you guys have been able to do. I mean, it's just an amazing thing. Whenever you're reaching out to people, though, I know that God just blesses that. He blesses that and he anoints it, right? So why don't you start out from like how you guys started and then where you're at today. So in the winter of 2015, um, myself and the other co-founder, Shelly Saracen, we met both volunteering at um, an impromptu winter warming station. Right. And... It was a pretty brutal winter, so there were lots of days that we were that. at the yeah. yeah we were at the warming station. Lots of days, <clears throat> every night there were anywhere from eighty to a hundred people there, and um, each night it seemed it was the same guests over and over. Right. So as you can imagine, you know, spending a whole winter with these people and getting to know them, um, friendships formed. Yeah. Not only between Shelly and I, but between Shelly and I and the guests at the warming room. Right. And. You know, Shelly and I were talking, we were really concerned what happens after the warming room. Right. Who's who's looking out for them? Where do they go? Right. What do they eat? Yep. Where do they get blankets from? 
Um, so we began loading up the back of Shelly's car and we began to seek out our friends that we met at the warming station and um, it just led to um, particular meeting spots at particular meeting times and um, you know one friend would tell another friend hey I know these people that will help you and, and people just started showing up. Since then we started our Facebook group um, which now has almost 5,900 followers in the Milwaukee community yeah. um, that volunteer, support our mission, whatever it may be. Um, and we began to do some fundraising. Um, we bought our first transportation bus. Yeah, that was um, an amazing thing yeah, when I saw that. Yeah, yeah, that changed the whole game for us. <laughs> yeah. We were able to modify it with shelving, and it stays stocked now with clothing and hygiene items and right. blankets. Right. And as of recently, just a couple months ago, we obtained a second outreach bus, much newer, much nicer. Awesome. So um, we're hoping to expand our route. Right now, we're basically only encompassing the south side and downtown area. Right. So we want to get to the north side and the east side and even the west side. That's our goal. Right. Um, and as of April 1st, we'll have our own facility. We're just kind of getting in there now and doing the painting. and. So is that going to be used just for, like, storage purposes, or is that going to be a place that, that people can meet and all that kind of stuff? Initially, it's going to be, um, well, for storage and for our volunteers to meet, we're going to be able to park our buses there. Right. Um, we'll have an office in there. Right. We're hoping to be able to expand our services to the building. Okay. Um, possibly the first thing we want to do is offer laundry services right. to our friends to reduce resources. You know, right. a lot of times they'll... They'll wear the clothes until they're garbage. Yes. Whereas we can offer them a couple different change of clothes. We've even talked about, you know, possibly having some kind of locker system in there where they can oh, keep cool. a change of clothes, come in, wash, and clean up or whatever it may be. Right. But initially, it's it's mainly for storage and operating, day-to-day right. -day operations. Right. So tell me, like, give me some stories. Give me some testimonies. I know that you probably have a lot of them, but if there's one or two that kind of kind of just kind of stick out in your mind of, of people that you may have helped? Um, as of most recently, um, I'm very excited about um, a woman we helped. I'll, I'll refer to her as H. Okay. I met H one of the very first nights that I did outreach. Right. Um, and she was living in a outdoor storage unit. And we had been seeing her the whole three, four years. And, and we're, very, we're very careful not to pride and not to, um, you know, we don't want to get yeah. We don't want to overstep boundaries, so right. we don't ask too many questions. Right. So, you know, it's at their pace what they tell us about their story. Right. Um, and we learned that she had um, lost her adult daughter who was ill, um, and things were just too much for her. She became estranged from her family. Um, she worked the whole time we knew her. Um, she worked part-time, so it wasn't enough to sustain a rent payment, utilities. Right. And a after years of knowing her and being a street counselor to her and providing her with her needs and um, she finally said she was ready to do what she needed to do to get housing. Wow. We were able to connect her with the Milwaukee County Housing First program. A um, couple months later she's now in her own apartment. Yeah. Her very first apartment and she's 62 years old. Wow. And how long was she on the street? I'm not exactly sure how long altogether. I've known her for almost four years. Yeah. And I know she was on the streets the entire time. Yeah. And you'd never guess. You Isn't know? it amazing that it takes sometimes that long? Um, I remember hearing about um, uh, the Milwaukee captain that, that just retired probably maybe two, three years ago. And there was a girl on the south side. Um, she was over on 27th Street, South 27th. And they tried for years and years and years. She actually 
with her and another person, they took her out to dinner and showed her the apartment. I mean, it just took forever to get her on her own. But there's this the trust thing that comes yes. into play, you know, the and then there might be some mental health issues that maybe need to be addressed while you're walking through this. Yeah. Um, but it just takes time. Yeah. And um, it's Sometimes cool. It just takes someone to care. Yes. And, you know, right. we... We, we look at the items we offer as a tool yeah, in, in an effort to be consistent and to be a companion to them That's and it. to gain their trust. Yes. And once we gain their trust, yeah. it's like if we sell them, no, like, you know, Eric who works with County Housing First, I will put my word on his name and say, no, Eric is going to do whatever he tells you he's going to do it. And they yeah. trust us. Yep. Yeah. And so they follow through. Yeah. Um, we've met quite a few people that have been on the streets for years and you bring up housing or any kind of assistance and it's all, I tried that and it was a dead end and yeah. things are different now. Yeah. You know, things are very different. Yep. Even from when I started three or four years ago, as far as the homeless services, it's right. very different. Right. I know that when uh, you guys are doing the, uh, trying to get the homeless people off the street at 32 degrees, um, the person, the last person that I would ever think would be the forefront of getting this done as an alderman stepped up to the plate yeah i mean i was like yeah. and i love donovan i like i mean he's pro cop i mean he's got kids he's that are my alderman too so he's that got was kids that are that are popos right <laughs> so i mean i love this guy i've known him for years but i always differed when it came to you know the homeless but man he stepped up yeah he did and he changed his views and i don't know how we that happened we were shocked or what happened but i just praise god for that yeah and it just shows you when people start getting together, you can change some things. Yeah. That, I mean, to me, that was a drop in a bucket what really needs to be done. And I'm sure you'll probably have some opinions on that, too. But it was a start. To hear my alderman say what I've been stomping my feet about and literally crying about yeah. and to hear him say that and yeah. as if he actually was listening to me. Yes. That was that was huge for, for me personally, yeah. you know. But to see it brought in front of so many other people that normally either don't know it's there or choose to ignore it or whatever it may be yeah, yeah. that that's huge yeah we're not done we're not at 32 degrees yet right um the warming stations that are open agreed to go to 20 right. that's a 10 degree difference yeah. that that could be the matter a difference of life or death so right. that's huge yeah um but we feel very strongly 32 degrees if water can freeze so can blood so yeah we feel you yeah. know it, it should be a city issue or a state issue or a national Huge. issue, yes. it shouldn't fall yes. on churches and volunteers. Right. I mean, God bless them for being willing to. Right. But you know, I, I, there has to be more involvement. When we when we did our first warming room in 2015, there was zero zero city involvement. Correct. It was just kind of like it was churches, nonprofits, and people yep, going out helping. Bend, yep. Repairs. Yep. They've been in it. Yep. You know, the, the whole time. Yes. But yeah, and there's nothing on the south side. No, that's why this year we did um, transportation. Well, what, what's that one place? Uh, Tippy Canoe. Yeah, that that Tippie was. Tippy Canoe does place, have the right? warming room. Yeah, they, but they're only able to offer 25 spaces, and if you get a space, you're locked in for the whole winter. Right. So right. you know, it makes a big difference on our route. Yes. Because the majority of them people are normally outdoors yes. at that time of night, and right. we're seeing them. Right. Um, but it's it's a small amount. You know, yep. last year when we had the warming room in partnership with Ascension Lutheran. Yep. We were seeing any, an average of 75 to 100 plus every night. Yeah. And we were only transporting 12 right. to 20 every right. night this year because people don't, you know, they're not comfortable leaving right. what they know. Right. Yeah. There were, um, it, it was great this year. There was a dance studio 
that actually closed their business down and opened their doors during the polar vortex. Yeah. So all of our um, Mexican-speaking friends were there, and right. we didn't know where they were. Right. For like a week or two right. and we walk in and they're all there it was just like this <laughs> rush stuff. of emotion yeah. like oh thank yeah. god yeah but yeah there has to be more more city involvement yeah. i mean we're talking literally life or death people freeze to death every year here yeah yeah so i think if you guys are listening right now there, there's a couple different things that have been kind of going through my head and one is they, they need help so they need people to help do those things and um, that's one aspect of it uh, the other aspect is funding so if you own a business if you want to partner with them um, I, I suggest you just allow Holy Spirit to guide you in that and um, and then step out and, and, and take that risk um, if there's if there's one thing that I can tell you is that what what God is doing right now is getting people aligned correctly with him that's that's the first part but the second part is man there is a need to reach the lost and it's a need that that is is just unbelievable right now and so uh, listening to holy spirit if he's talking to you right now and something is resonating in your heart get involved just get involved there's so many different programs that are out there um, Street Angels is one of the main ones that goes out. Um, I'm sure there's going to be some training and not everyone can do the things, but now that they have their warehouse, man, you could be helping out in a warehouse if you don't want to go out. I mean, there's so many different aspects. You could be getting food, bringing it in. I mean, there's so many different things, right? Pair and pack a top meals. We have a, yeah. a sign up for lunch. We try to bring them yeah. what we call a hot meal for the moment and a lunch for later. Yeah. And it's all provided yeah. by community. And I can tell you this right now. If you own multiple buildings, I can tell you right now that we need a place that we could open up that would house people 24-7. It's so needed right now. Men, women, children. There's so many loopholes and, and things that people fall through the cracks. It's just amazing, especially women with children. Oh, my gosh. I mean, that's one thing. I, but if you own a building or if you wanted to donate those kind of things, to get in touch with either myself or Eva, we there's would start of, making you know, those red things tape to doing stuff like that. Yep. But there's also now a lot of attention Huge. at the government level. Huge. And they're willing to help yes. people and, and work, work it out, especially a warming room is very, very much so needed on the south side. Yep. During the yep. winter. And you guys know my heart. My heart's opened up something called the Dream Center in Milwaukee, and that's, you know, bringing people in, any kind of life addictions, have a year-long program. So, I mean, it, so there's so many open doors to that. And, and know that the people that are on the street, there is some there, – there's some underlining things that are happening. There's root causes of what – got them out there um, and those a dream center would help in that process it's all about you know loving people and walking them through that process so um, you know one of the things I was going to ask you Eva is um, what do the homeless population do what do they do during the day um, during the winter, a lot of the a lot of the shelters make them leave during the day yeah. right yeah yeah repairs of the breach is a day shelter right um, so there's many that will hang out there um, the library is pretty open usually. Right. Um, some will hang out at McDonald's. Some yep. will just kind of float around throughout the day. Yeah. Um, I mean, some have jobs. You yep. know, some go to work and. I've been I've been pondering the idea of setting something up in the city, 
and having it in a place where people could go during the day, but have it a constructive day where they could go through different classes. Yes. They could, I, I mean, is that, would that yeah. be something that would be pretty good? Yeah. I mean, and, if, and then if we had transportation to pick the people up and get them to those places, right. uh, that'd be pretty neat, wouldn't it? That's kind of one of our dreams is, is an overall resource center where it's not just a place to come hang out all day. There's there's constructive things. Right. We, we've worked with somebody that was on the streets for, he told us he was on the streets on and off for over 25 years. Right. He got an apartment. We go to his house and he's sitting in the dark and we're like, well, why don't you have the lights on? doesn't know how to change a light bulb. Oh, come so on. there's basic yeah. skill classes yeah. that are needed that yeah. you don't need a degree to teach someone yeah. how to change a light bulb or yeah. turn on a computer or, yeah. you know, so that yeah. is something that's desperately needed. You know, yeah. Milwaukee County Housing First, they offer case management, but they're a small team. Yeah. You know, and, yeah. and we'd, we'd rather see someone indoors and safe than, than have the proper case management, which, you know, it should right. all be together, but it it, it can't always happen like right. that. Right. So we're going to get into the um, uh, the kingdom key for today, and that's Matthew twenty five forty, um, and uh, it's going to be scripture thirty one through forty three, and this is where uh, Jesus is talking about the goats and the sheep. And I don't know if you've heard this one, Eva, but man, I'm telling you, it's spot on for what you guys are doing. And um, so I'm just going to read this to you guys. It's Matthew 25, 31 through 43. And this is the message version. Uh, it says, when he finally arrives, blazing in beauty and all his angels with him, the son of man will take his place on his glorious throne. Then all the nations will be arranged before him and he will sort the people out much like shepherds sorts out the sheep and the goats, putting sheep on the right and goats on the left. Then the king will say to those on the right, Enter, you have blessed by my you are blessed by my father. Take what's coming to you in this kingdom. It's been ready for you since the foundation. And here's why. I was hungry and you fed me. I was thirsty and you gave me a drink. I was homeless and you gave me a room. I was shivering, you gave me clothes. Wow. I was in prison, I was sick and you stopped to visit. I was in prison, you came to me. Guys, this scripture just hits me in the heart like hard. <laughs> Then those sheep are going to say, Master, what are you talking about? When did when did you ever see when did we ever see you hungry and fed you and, and uh, thirsty and gave you a drink? And when did he ever see you sick or in prison and come to you? Then the king will say, I'm telling the solemn truth, whenever you did one of these things to someone overlooked or ignored, that was me. You did it to me. Guys, I'm going to read that again. Whenever you did one of these things to someone overlooked or ignored, that was me. You did it to me. That's Jesus speaking. Then he will turn to the goats, the ones who, the ones on his left, and say, Get out, you worthless goats. You are good for nothing but the fires of hell. And why? And why? Because I was hungry and you gave me no meal. I was thirsty, and you gave me no drink. I was homeless, and you gave me no bed. I was shivering, and you gave me no clothes. Sick and in prison, and you never visited me. Guys, that is huge. That is huge. And it coincides with Matthew 7, 21 through 23, the, um, when people are saying, Lord, Lord, haven't we casted out these, these demons and healed the sick and did all these awesome, awesome things? So if you look at Matthew 7 and you look at Matthew 25, 40, uh, 31 through 43, basically what it's saying is you start with your relationship with him and there's no way, if you have a relationship with Jesus, there's no way 
that you can't look at these people and love them. <laughs> There's no way. So if you start out with the beginning part of your relationship with him, you will want to do things for the least of these. And it's a no-brainer at that point, guys. So just remember, it. there will come a day where we'll be judged. We're going to be separated into sheeps, sheep and goats. I'll tell you what side I'm going to be on. <laughs> I know what side Eve is going to be on. Because, man, I'm telling you, if you go by people that are homeless and you just ignore it and you just block it out, there's going to come a day, guys. And that's going to come back on you. It's going to come a day. So, Eva, how can people help? How do they How do they get in touch with you? I know I pinned it on Facebook. That's live. Um, but how do they get in touch with you? Um, our webpage actually has links you can click on. And it has all I of saw our that. Your opportunity. Oh, and just the other thing, guys. If you go on their webpage, this is really cool. There's stuff that's already, like, stuff that they need at Walmart. And it's online and Amazon. And Amazon. Yeah. I love that. I it's, just thought that was... pretty awesome. Yes. You can purchase it and automatically ships directly to us. You don't need to ask the address. That's cool stuff. It's, it's pretty cool That's really technology. Good stuff. So what's the website address? <laughs> www.streetangelsmke.org. Excellent. Streetangels.org, guys. So go on there, check it out, look at different ways that you can get involved. And man, if your heart, if Holy Spirit's touching your heart, you need to do this, guys. It's so, so important. Um, I want to thank you for coming on the show. It goes quick, doesn't it? It does. It's crazy. It's just crazy how it goes quick. So we'll, we'll get you on again. Um, maybe during the summer sure. and um, maybe what we could do too, if you would allow it and uh, if we can kind of orchestrate it, maybe do some live feeds like out on the street. Sure. That would be really, really cool. Um, I know we won't, I mean, if the people don't want to get their picture taken and stuff, we don't do that. Cause I don't, I wouldn't want to do that either. We, we, we go live all the time, usually from the bus being yep. goofy, but <laughs> that would be really cool. Yeah, no, that'd be awesome. So again, guys, um, I want to thank you guys for, for coming on the show and remember, uh, go on a surrender all to Jesus, uh, webpage, check it out. Um, like this stuff on Facebook, guys. Like it, share it, get people involved. That's how we're going to make this thing work. But overall, everything that we do starts from the, his presence, having a relationship with him. It's through that overflow of all that stuff that he's giving us that's going to flow out to these people. And that's how we're going to change the things in our city. It is up to us. So remember, surrender all and be a blessing to someone. Let your glory and all